Fun and Games podcast. We believe that playing games in student ministry isn't just about having fun. So join us as we talk about playing games, telling stories, and doing ministry. We hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? We're back with episode four of my second season here at It's All Fun and Games. Today, I have my friend Jonah. Jonah, what's up? What's up, my guy? Uh, so, first of all, first things first, yep. tell us who you are, what you do, where you're at, all that stuff. All the stuffs. Um, okay, my name is Jonah Mills. I am a fourth year at CLC, which is the Columbus Leadership Campus of Point University. Oh, yes. Um, I am approximately 21 years old. <laughs> I will be 22 um, next month. Um, I am a part-time worship pastor on staff at North Highland Church. I lead uh, worship for all of our youth ministry um, and like youth ministry things. Uh, also, I help out with the college um, ministry with CLC worship, um, and also I attend or assist uh, Sunday mornings with Rachel. And that is what I do. I am on the Real Life staff. Um, Real Life is the student ministry of North Island. I'm sure that's been mentioned in here before yes, at some point. Lots of times. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I do. That's what I do is cool, cool, cool. Um, I just want to say before we really get started that we're outside right now because it feels nice outside. Feels great. The weather is finally starting to come down. It Today was, was like, the first official f- day of uh, <laughs> uh, the first official day of fall. First Even though fall. this whole week is going to be like upper 90s. Oh, easily. This morning it was literally 60 degrees. It was though, so, and it felt so. I great. turned my heat on for the first time in months. <laughs> And it was amazing. Yeah, um, I know, even in the middle of winter, I do not ride with the heat on. I just, I am just a hot-natured person. Oh I sweat yeah, and I you, do a lot of uh, things. You definitely are. <laughs> so I always, during you. winter, I usually just keep my car off of heat and air. Oh. That's what I do. Yeah, for real. I feel like we're going to talk weird on this because we're using our radio voices. Oh yeah, let's use our radio voices. Um, What's up, guys? <laughs> radio no. voice. This is my pastor voice. Yeah, <laughs> it seems it seems weird that we talk like this on here because, like, for those of you who don't know Jonah and our relationship, <laughs> Jonah's like one of my best friends, and we are so dumb sometimes. But yeah. uh, I want to keep on the theme of games first. We're gonna go into what your role is and how that works, youth ministry wise. But I really want to talk about first what we just had a big moment with. <laughs> um, so we're playing this game uh, school-wide at CLC. There's 55, 55 students, and then there's like five or six staff added yeah. in. Um, there's this game called Assassins. Oh, man. Those of you who... So I've come. it's come to my attention that Southeastern University plays a game that is almost exactly like this. Okay. Um, is it school Why? Yes. No way. They call it Students versus Zombies. Wow. Um, and the only difference is that when you... They use rolled up socks, because it's called Sock Assassins. Yep. Uh, and when you die, you become a zombie, and then you're trying to turn everybody into a zombie. Wow. Um, so there's like another team aspect to it. But... Basically what it is, is there's a big circle of people. And each person has a target. 
whomst they are to take a Nerf gun. Yes. And shoot the person with the Nerf gun. Yes. And that is how they progress to their next target. Yeah, so no and, one no one knows who has you, but you know who you have. So it's And like, so the circle as it progresses the circle begins to close and become yes. a smaller number of people. And then eventually there's only two people left and yeah. they have to kill each other. Kill each other with the nerf guns. Yes, nerf guns. Uh <laughs> and then you have a winner. We'll say eliminate. We'll say eliminate. Yeah, they have to eliminate. Eliminate. And like there's safe zones. Yeah. Uh which our church is the safe zone. Yep. The house of anyone who is still alive in the game is a safe zone. And um work. and while you are working yes, is a clock. safe zone. If you are on the clock and actually doing something, that is a safe zone. I have mastered the rules of this game. Yes. <laughs> there are things which so you know what? I'm going to let you explain okay. the thing that just happened. But I'm going to say, you can poison people, you can bomb people. Yes. I'm going to explain poisoning because we're about to explain bombing. Yep. Poisoning is when you put a Nerf dart in someone's food. Or drink. Or drink. And they consume that food without seeing the Nerf dart. Just one bite or one sip. That's all While they their assassin is in their presence. Yes. Yes. And so... Uh, our friend of the podcast, <laughs> Jules Johnson, got out like that. Which is a very sad day, but also funny. one of our kids' pastors uh, gave her some popcorn that had a Nerf dart in it. But, so, Jonah, explain to us what literally just happened <laughs> and what a bomb is. Okay, so, before I explain exactly what happened, um, I'm not going to use any names for those of the people who are, uh, oh, yes, who are listening secretive. to this. This is a very secretive game. You don't want to give out too much information because people will start closing in and filling in the circles outside however a bomb is when you take a container that is sealed or something that can be screwed on um, it can't be a zipper it has to be either sealed like Tupperware with a cap um, or like a water bottle that closes or a, like a cup that closes or like a um, candle or a candle that closes you know those little candles that you can like that pop has on? a little top on it that's yes. sticks on <clears throat> yes so basically what that is, is you put a nerf bullet inside of the container with a note that says to person from person um, and then all they have to do is open the open up the container and once the container has been opened by them they are then dead so what just happened was <laughs> I was uh, we were inside uh, the house of an active player um, and I had one of the people in this house so I walk inside um, and I'm already like no one knows that I have him. He is very, like, off. Like, he doesn't know. And so we're sitting here trying to figure out, like, what's a way that I can kill him. And so the number one thing, like, that I was like, well, I can only poison him or bomb him in here. So what happened was we had a ca uh, candle. I put the bomb, I put the Nerf da uh, dart in the candle, but I put the note inside of the Nerf dart so he couldn't see it. So I then gave it to Eason. Uh, he walked inside and was like, hey, someone's trying to bomb me, but they didn't put a note. And he flashed it real fast, but you couldn't see the note. So then he opened the container and... And I made sure to close it all the way back. Yes, it was closed. It was sealed again. And then it was he a opened sealed it. Container. And it was like, boom, I killed him. And it was great. It causes a lot of tension. But in the end, it's all fun. Um, and in the end, we do all love each other for it. Even if in the moment of it happening, you, are, you just get very mad. But it happens. So that's what Assassins is, and I am a very solid individual player of this game. I um, would say so myself. 
Maybe. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, this year I've decided not to participate. I have going through so many transitions in my life <laughs> that it would be hard for me to focus on the things that I need to do. <laughs> However, you could say that I'm one of the best players. I would, I would, I there's very few things that I will, like, actually brag about, but I'm proud of the fact that I have made it to the top three in this game every year. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And last year, I gave away the top spot so that my friend, Bailey, who was on this podcast two episodes ago, nice. could win. Nice. Uh, so, very familiar with the game. Awesome. I'm known as someone who's very hard to get. And uh, this year, if anybody from my school is listening, if you are a first year, you're, <laughs> you're going, going down. down. first year my will personal, never win. My personal mission... As long as I am ever playing this game... Is to end all first years. First year CLC students will never uh, win this game. But I digress. <laughs> this, uh... This is a game. We talk about games. But this is one that you can play with your leadership. And I think that your leadership growing together and playing games together and doing life together is a super important thing um, with your youth ministry. Yes. Just because, like, if your youth leaders aren't a cohesive group, if they don't, like, have fun with each other and grow closer... Like, how are you going to have a productive youth ministry with right. them, like, being leaders and not liking each other? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would even say, um, sorry to interrupt you. But no, go ahead. I would even say, like, you know, I mean, there are youth ministries out there. Um, I've, like, at one point in my life been a part of a youth ministry like this um, where, I mean, honestly, you had, like, max... 20 to 25 kids show up. Uh, we definitely um, played this game when I was in high school. So you could you could even play this with your students. You sit them down at the like beginning of a Wednesday night or Sunday night or whatever you're whatever y'all meet and or if you if you are running a, a decently sized youth ministry, you can always like pick select groups and you know just this can be done easily and it is very fun because it is citywide. It's nationwide technically. Really it, it is. could you could do anything. Um but yeah, it's there's no limits. It's not like hide and seek. We have to stay in a boundary. It's like it's just it's everywhere. It's fun. Yes. It's you build community, you build relationships. And, and also, if you're concerned about having fake guns anywhere, <laughs> the original name of this game is called Sock Assassins, which means the original way that this game was played was instead of having Nerf guns. You would have rolled up socks. You know how you roll up the socks when you get them out of the dryer and yeah. put them together? Have rolled up socks, and you would throw them at people. And if you hit, and them, if you hit them with the sock, they, they were, were dead. dead. Nice. And so that's an alternative. Um, and um, we're kind of getting short on time, so I want to really just wrap up and go right into what we were going to talk about. Yeah. Um, so your role is with youth, with students in worship so how do you do that differently than a normal worship service okay so my my official job with north island in real life um is i am technically on staff as real life uh staff um and i am in charge of the production of the service uh which includes worship the people who do like any stage time people do offering um 
the way the lights look, stage design, sound, basically all of the production of real life falls under me. Um, um, now we do have like a couple other people, like uh, Clayton is in charge of all of our graphics. He's our creative um, director at Real Life. So he does like all the things that go on the screens and all the graphics and things like that. However, for myself personally, what I would say that I do maybe even a little differently, um, or maybe not differently, but something that I do that I suggest is to get your students involved. Um, that is one thing that has been on my heart all year. I've been trying my best. Um, I've been recruiting out the yin-yang, if that's even a term anymore. Um, but I actually just started a group with um, a couple of students at Real Life. Um, it's about maybe, right now we're at six people. We're trying to grow to no more than 15 because I feel like one person can't really significantly mm -hmm. impact more than 15 people at one time, which is why there are leadership teams inside of youth ministry because the pastor can't do it by himself. And so I definitely agree with this as well. So um, I am working with some students to, I meet with them every Sunday night at six o'clock at Starbucks and we sit down, we talk about worship, we read um, scripture. Um, we're always sending each other like ideas. Um, we're sending you like, hey, what's a new song? Like, or I'm like, hey, what's your favorite worship pastor? Why? Or like, you know, things like that. And I just feel like it's very important that your students have a foundation of worship and what it actually means to worship. Um, and I think you'll see an, like, an incredible impact in your student ministry uh, if you invest in showing your students how to worship, giving them the posture of how to worship, telling them like, you know, like we don't just show up and lift our hands. Like, you know, like that's not what worship is. Like you tell them like what lifting your hands even means. And like, honestly, worship is so much more than just a service. Um, and I, I teach them that. that that's my, my main goal is to teach them that worship is a lifestyle. That's my biggest thing. Worship is not um, something that we just do every Wednesday night or every Sunday morning. Worship is a lifestyle, and that is what you have to do um, just to maintain a healthy relationship with the Lord. Boom. Oh, yeah. There you, you go. just laid out <laughs> the entire uh, spiel and you answered all of my questions. Literally, I was going to ask you, like, how do you do that? What are you doing right now to do that? But you already Boom. answered all of that. Well, so, there you go. I mean, yeah, we just knocked out two birds with one, with stone. one stone with a game and an explanation of how to be better. There you go. So, in closing, question question what is your favorite worship song right now hype worship song hype right now uh wild love elevation rhythm wild they love. just released it last week and i am like bopping to this song right now bopping. like it is so good and i can't wait to introduce it to real life because it's happening it's oh. probably coming in fall retreat so <laughs> i'm excited and final question final question uh everyone who knows jonah already knows this answer but what's your favorite worship team um i'd have to say probably seal no i'm just kidding <laughs> my favorite worship team elevation worship man they they kill it dude they're so incredible i love elevation um but shout definitely out a, chris brown. shout out chris brown that is my guy <laughs> uh second favorite for sure um gotta go hillsong but hillsong. which hillsong are we saying I'm saying Hillsong Worship. Hillsong I love Hillsong Worship. worship. Brooke Liggertwood is absolutely insane. So, there you go. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on my podcast. Of course, brother. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys 
uh, next week, same time, same place. See you then. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast or have any questions, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at funandgames.pod. We'll see you next week.